welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me, my friends. I'm so glad that you are here with me. And thanks for helping us reach over 100,000 downloads. We were super excited on the last episode to hit that high point uh, in uh, podcasting. It's really, truly unbelievable that we've had this ep- these podcasts downloaded that many times. It boggles my mind. But again, I say thank you. I appreciate each and every person who listens, who has subscribed, who has shared, who's become part of the Kid Ministry Collective community because of this podcast. So I hope that you'll stay tuned for lots more. We've got lots more great plans. We've got some great guests uh, and great resources that we're going to be sharing over these next a uh, few episodes. I can't wait to share more of those things with you. You know, I've had a great time doing this podcast for many, many years. It started as a live radio program with Ron Brooks as the co-host. We used to do it every Thursday night on Blog Talk Radio, and we had a blast. We could interact with a live audience that would listen as we did it, and it was just a fun thing to do every Thursday night. And then we turned it into this podcast, and I'm so grateful to Ron and to many of my kid ministry and family ministry friends that have been super supportive over the years to keep encouraging me to keep this thing going, and I hope to bring you lots more episodes. This episode, I wanted to just share a couple of things that I think have helped me get this podcast up on the air on a regular basis and to do some of those things. I'm going to do a top 10 episode podcast soon. Uh, Also going to be doing some things that I've learned over the years of podcasting. So we'll share some of those kind of things. But one of the things that if you know me, you know I'm passionate about coaching leaders. Been in ministry for over 35 years, been in a variety of different sized churches, uh, been in city churches, suburb churches, country churches, uh, small churches down the size of like 25, 30 people, uh, all the way up to over 5,000. And I love being in the kingdom work. There's no doubt about it. And one of the things that I've learned over the years is that if you don't know how to till the soil, you don't know how to fertilize, you don't know how to water, you don't know how to weed, you'll never get a harvest. And I think One of the things as I look back over my years of ministry, I wished I had learned early on, is to find my rhythm, to find something that was me as far as a leadership style and how I got organized, how I got could get things done. I struggled with that for many years because I kept comparing myself to so many leaders. I would go to conferences to try to learn better productivity techniques. I read books. I listened to different webinars and things that were available, and nothing seemed to help me find my rhythm. So I want to talk about that in this episode. I also want to encourage you that if you're stuck, if you're struggling with finding your rhythm, maybe you've been in ministry a short time, maybe you've been in ministry for a while, one of the best things I ever did was invested in myself to hire a coach to come alongside of me. And that's part of why I now do coaching with kmccoach.net. 
It's one of the full-time ministry things that I do to help serve the Kid Ministry Collective community as well as the children's ministry community as a whole. One of the things that I love about coaching is I get to walk alongside leaders and help them discover their rhythm, to help them discover their leadership style, to get comfortable so that they can accomplish greater things for the kingdom. Because my ultimate goal is to help you lead more and reach more. So if you're interested in coaching, come check it out. You can go to kmccoach.net or tombump.com and find the coaching uh, button, and you can schedule a free clarity call. I don't ask you to pay anything or to sign up for anything until we've had an opportunity to talk about how I can best serve you and how it can fit into your ministry budget to help you become the leader that you've always dreamed of. So enough about that. Let's dive into this episode and talk about some of the little hacks and habits that I've created for myself to help me get things done. So let me ask you, do you have a morning startup routine? Have you created a habit for yourself in the mornings? Now, if you're not a morning person, this isn't going to really appeal to you, but I would still encourage you to consider doing something like this. One of the things that helped me find uh, my productivity best was to develop myself and to figure out when am I at my best? When am I creative? When am I more task-driven? When am I wanting some less mental work? Um, And so I finally started figuring out where my bests and where my weaknesses were during the day. Where did I feel the most productive and focused? And I've discovered for myself that the first hours of the day were where I could really create. I love to write. I love to dream and brainstorm. Uh, I love to develop things. And so those first couple hours in the morning for me are in, in my morning ritual is to, to stay off social media as much as I can and to put down a couple things that I want to accomplish in that morning. So I schedule my mornings uh, in blocks. I schedule my whole day in blocks, quite honestly, but I schedule that morning as creative time. That's where I'm developing and creating. I'm not coaching first thing in the morning. I'm not, I'm not doing any uh, businessy work, uh, those kind of things, email, social media, all that stuff. I try to push off to the afternoon times uh, because I want that morning focus and clarity. And so honestly, how you, how you start your day is going to determine how the rest of the day goes, they say. And I really have found that to be true for myself and for others that I've coached. As we've gone through, we do a time study, we do a kind of a personality study, figure out both of those things together, how you can be the best you that you can be. Some people, they want to do you know a 30-minute block or a 60-minute block or a 90-minute block. But again, it all develops on you. But let me say this too. Can I throw this in? Don't compare yourself or try to work somebody else's system. I tried all of the productivity guru systems out there. There were so many out there. There's, you know, uh, man, I can't even name them all. Uh, I've spent lots of time and money uh, trying to develop and put their process into place. And you know what? I got paralyzed in their process. And that just was terrible. I found out that a lot of these people who do the productivity, they're very analytical, but they're very task-driven, and they're also very locked down into what they can do. 
I'm not that way. Quite honestly, that's not my system. So if you're in that way, well, I could recommend some people to follow. Uh, if you like that task-driven lockdown routine uh, and you just want to be in program mode, hey, there are systems out there that will work for you. And that's great. Go for it. Do it. Uh, I, I can even help you with some of those kind of things. But for me, the way I lead and the way I lead myself is I give myself some freedom. I create uh, what one of my coaches said is a sandbox to play in. And I bring certain things into that sandbox that I want to get accomplished during that sandbox time, and I get them done. But let me tell you, I've had to start this routine, and I had to stop trying to fit somebody else's system into my life. I found the rhythm for me. And when I found that rhythm for me, I am able to get things done. I was able to block my days and my times, so I had a routine. Now, I will also tell you, being self-employed now and doing uh, restoring leaders and KMC stuff, uh, at, it's all a whole different rhythm for me, and I'm reestablishing what this rhythm looks like for me so that I feel the most productive in my days so that I can get things done and better serve you all out there. So, let me encourage you, as you start, if we get back on, on track here, start brainstorming what is your best times of day to be creative, what's the best times to be step-by-step step and, and you know, get tasks done, uh, detail work done, um, where, where's the best time to dream and to brainstorm, because all of those things matter. Knowing when you're the best for the certain tasks is just important, and you need to understand don't be afraid to tweak your schedule and work with it. Everything. Be flexible with joy, I'm always telling people. But sometimes you have to flex your rhythm and you have to flex your rituals. But as you build them, you'll be amazed at how you can find the margin to even be flexible in those kind of things. So start with a, a startup plan. How do you start your day? What kind of things do you need to do? Spending time in God's Word, meditation, journaling, prayer, worship. Uh, what are the startup things in your day? A lot of us default right to social media. I want to encourage you, shove that one off till a part of the day where you're not as creative, where you, you know, yeah, because it's a time waster. We all know it. Uh, and so I would encourage you to build that in later. Build it in as a reward later in your day after you get some things done. Here's, here's tip number two. Find three things that you need to get done today and focus on those things. Get clarity and get focus and say, okay, I'm clear. Here's the big three things I've got to do. Here's the steps that it's going to take to get each one of these three things accomplished. And I'm going to schedule time to focus on those three things. Task one is going to take me X amount of hours Schedule that onto your calendar. Give yourself a break. Give yourself some reward time, some, some time on social media, whatever you want to do. Go for a walk, uh, get a snack, get some coffee, uh, and then step up to task two. That's going to take this amount of time. I'm going to do this. Now, you can block all those times out in advance and put them on your calendar and see if you can do it. Kind of make a game out of it. You've got X amount of time to get this task done, and then the next one, and then the next one. But again, build in 5 to 10, 15-minute uh, breaks in between each of those, and you'll be amazed at how more productive. And a lot of times, 
you'll find it doesn't take as long as you think, but then there's going to be other times where it takes longer. That's why building in sandboxes and allowing yourself the freedom to say, okay, well, I got two out of the three things done in this first sandbox. I'm going to throw this into the next one and get it done, and then I'll go on with the other tasks for my day. But it's amazing how if you give yourself that freedom and flexibility, you can find your focus and you find your rhythm. I encourage you to batch things together that are very similar. Group things together that that go together, and you'll get them done together. And it's amazing how freeing that feels. I used to block my days in ministry where Mondays were staff meetings. Um, so before staff meeting started, I got some busy work done. Um, I couldn't have my creativity time in the morning, so I would get the. The, the thank you cards sent out and the visitors cards sent out and and I would text some volunteers to say thanks for serving and and some reminders of hey you're on this weekend um, just wanted to send out a, a early week uh, notice to remind you um, that you're serving this next weekend um, I would do some of those kind of things before staff meetings and then there were staff meetings and then lunch and and then I would have a couple other one-on-one meetings and and that was a lot of my Monday uh, and then Tuesday came in and I would have team meetings and and some other focus meetings in the afternoons, but my morning was used to create and plan and and lesson develop, uh, curriculum develop, those kind of things. Uh, And then the afternoon was spent on evaluation and checking out how did the weekend go and what, what could I do better? How could I serve my team? Who needs encouragement? Who needs a call? Uh, what parents were, were there that might have been struggling that need some encouragement as well? How could I serve them and, and how could I contact them to let them know that I care? So I would spend my Tuesdays doing that. Wednesday was all about, because I was doing children's and student ministry at the time, uh, I would spend Wednesdays on my children's ministry, making sure the rooms were, were reset and, and ready to go, making sure my technology all worked. If there was any problems or issues that I walked around, on and noticed on Sunday, I'd had them in my little notebook where I was able to to go over those kind of things and see how I could improve the ministry of our team. I would get things ready for our prep team. So if there's things that need to be printed off, I'd get it all printed off and put into the folders so our prep team could take care of all that and get our small group boxes prepped and ready for the weekend. I would, again, send out uh, information and scripts and and make sure schedules were completed and fill in any gaps that need to be done. Then Thursday was my youth ministry day, and I would spend time on the youth ministry and making sure the student center was all set, making sure we had all the supplies we needed and that the programming was all queued up, technology was queued up and ready to go. And then Thursday was my cleanup day where I got everything done for the rest of the week. If there was other things that were earlier in earlier sandboxes that I didn't get done, I could put focus time on some of those. And then I did long range planning and dreaming, big event planning and all those kind of things. But I had a rhythm for each day and it helped me focus. Now, maybe that'll help you, maybe it won't. I'm not sure, but I do know that if you start thinking about your days like that, it really does help you. But starting off your day with asking, how am I going to make this a great day? And what do I do to set myself up for success and accomplishment? It's amazing how it changes your focus and brings such powerful clarity to you. So I would encourage you to do that. Again, goals are great. They're wonderful. But if you don't know how to do the small steps in between, you'll never get to the finish line. 
So don't give up. Don't quit. I know ministry is hard right now, and we get a lot thrown at you. But remember, no margin, no mission. So build in some margin time. I would also encourage you, as one of your rewards for getting something done, give yourself margin to have 10 minutes of solitude and silence. Get yourself some noise-canceling headphones. Slap them on and just tune out the world for 15 minutes. It's amazing how what that does for your mind and for clarity. Go on a brief walk. Uh, it gets harder when you're in the northern climates as the winter comes on to do that. But if you have to bundle up and go out in the brisk air for, for 10, 15 minutes, go do it. It's amazing how refreshing it does. And it gives you that margin so you can get back at the mission. So I want to encourage you to don't get overwhelmed. But if you set up your day and you find your rhythm and you find how you operate the best, where are you at your best? Morning, afternoons, evenings, nights. Uh, when you find that rhythm, don't worry about what everybody else does. Do what's best for you so that you can have greater impact. Let me just encourage you. Find that rhythm and stick to it. Stay the course. Yes, you're going to have to tweak it. You're going to have to work at it. But again, if you get stuck, talk to a coach. They can help. Talk to somebody that's more experienced. They can help. It's not a shameful thing to ask for help. It doesn't mean you're a weak leader. It actually means you want to become a better leader. I was doing things that I thought were great. I was seeing great growth. And honestly, that's when I wanted to hire my coach. And I did because I wanted to see things get even better. And he taught me that even when things are going well, there's always something that you can break and make it better. So I want to encourage you to, to go after those kind of things. Goals are great. But beware, because sometimes they even create gaps, and those gaps are where we are and where we want to be. And sometimes you can become so discontent that you miss the simple steps that you can take to make something even better. So find your rhythm, find your strategy, find your pace, and go after it, my friends. The kingdom needs us to be at our very best we need to have scheduled times for rest and Sabbath. We need to have scheduled times for times off and to walk away from the ministry and unplug. But we also need to have those daily routines so that we can get things done for the kingdom. We've got to be tilling the soil. We've got to be filling the, 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 the water jugs. We've got to be watering the plants. We've got to be fertilizing. We've got to be pulling weeds. We've got to be doing all the necessity things that are hard and sometimes a grind. But when we do them, we see harvest. We get to watch God do what only He can do in our ministries. So I want to encourage you, don't give up. Don't get weary in the well-doing, in the hard work. It's worth it. And I know not everybody is wired the same, and that's okay. Find your rhythm. Find your, your mission. And trust me, if you build your day, you'll be amazed at what God can do with it. Order your steps. God is a God of order. And if we order our steps, we will see the benefits from it. So I hope these few things have helped. I hope they've encouraged you. If there's anything that I can do for you, please reach out. If you've got a topic for the, for the podcast that you would like us to hit on, if there's a guest that you would look to hear from, please feel free to reach out and message us. Uh, you, can, you can catch us in the Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group. Uh, every Monday we drop these podcasts. Uh, we do our best to drop them every Monday, and we would love to hear from you. So share with us what's been one of your favorite things over these 
100,000 downloads um, in these 200 plus episodes um, as we look forward to launching some new things coming real soon. So again, God bless you, my friends. Stay faithful. Stay encouraged. You are known by the Father. People on earth may not notice everything you do, but the Father knows. So stay with you. I'm here for you. If there's anything I can do to serve you, please reach out and let me know. God bless you and stay tuned for another episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills and ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.